Hey, everybody. I'm Axel. I'm Joe. And I'm Adam. Welcome to In Other News, Season 4, Episode 2. Gentlemen, it's good to be with you. And we have a special guest. Special guest Amy Glandon is with us on the podcast today. Hi, Amy. Hello, everybody. We are so excited that you've joined us. Uh, Amy, you are a travel agent. Um, do they call them travel agents anymore? Is it like travel consultant, travel specialist? What's the what's the correct term these days? I don't think there's a correct term. I'm about travel agent. I like the. I think it rolls off the tongue nicely. So we'll go travel agent. Yes, the uh, the old school name for someone who helps you organize your travel. And we have a lot of questions about travel, uh, Amy. We're we're seeing all this news and all this like seems like everybody's taking a vacation. And so the three of us want to go on vacation and we figured, hey, let's bring a travel agent on to figure out how we could successfully go on a vacation this summer and avoid all this chaos that we're hearing about. So uh, maybe it's a tall order for us, but uh, Amy, tell us a little bit about your background, how you how you decided to do this. I honestly have just traveled my entire life. I love traveling, whether it is cruising, all-inclusive resorts, road tripping. I've always loved it. And I have kind of been the travel agent for my family my entire adult life. I'm the one that books things and did all the research. And I finally realized, why am I doing all of this for free? (laughs) Why don't... Why don't I dig in a little bit and see if I can help other people who are looking to explore the world? And I would love to come alongside of them and and bless them with all the amazing trips I've gone on and be jealous when they go on new trips that I haven't gone on. <laughs> so how how does one become a travel agent these days? So a friend of mine is from Arizona, actually. She's been a travel agent for 20 plus years, and she started just recently working for Archer Travel. And this is this amazing company that has been in the business for over 70 years. And they are just a wealth of knowledge that uh, I can tap into at any time. So I'm technically, it's my own. I'm my own home-based business, but I can go through them and and use their their help at any time that I need. Uh, it's it was inexpensive. I there's so many things I feel like that you can spend tens of twenty of thousands of dollars to at the front to get into, and that's not the case here at all. So I was just excited to jump into something that wasn't going to cost an arm and a leg, and that I could bless other people on their journeys of life and and get the benefits and be be a part of people's lives like this. Well, that's awesome, Amy. And uh, I guess that the next question is, are you ready to take questions from the Three Stooges? <laughs> I am be- ready, boys. Because Let's we've go. got them. We, we've been studying up for a week and we have our long list of travel questions and <laughs> we are ready to dive in. I will do my best. And I think Axel is Axel is eager to go. Now, the thing that you need to know about Axel is his family is huge and they travel long distances. So he may need uh, some specialized help. Is that right, Axel? <laughs> that, that's, that might be true. But my first question, Amy, is something about current events. We're, we're, we're recording this podcast just a few days after the big news that uh, masking is no longer required in, in 
on planes, public transportation, and so forth. And that had me wonder, how did that affect you in your business? Are people now all of a sudden wanting to book more? Are they asking questions about, hey, is this true? How does, how does an announcement like this affect somebody in the travel industry like you? It's huge. This has been what we all have been waiting for since this hit us just over two years ago. I think that it, it had been starting to grow in the last probably six months because people just didn't care anymore. They wanted to get out. They were tired of, of doing the monotony of what we had been doing for the last two years. So people were excited. So they were getting out, they were going, uh, the the difference now is people that aren't vaccinated or people who have chosen different routes within this COVID world are going to have a lot more peace of mind that they can go. Now, yes, a lot of the major airlines, like you said, are maskless. Uh, that being said, there are still a lot of airports that can still dictate the masking policy. So, yes, there are going to be a lot of questions, I realize, as people are traveling. There are still some countries that are still level four, not necessarily for COVID, but the advisories are different for every country, and they are changing constantly. So it is, it's, a, it's a constant, uh, honestly, there's going to be a barrage of questions, and I completely get that. You're spending a lot of money to go on this vacation. You want to make sure that you are covered completely. So in other words, you would probably say, take that mask along. You may not have to put it on all the time, but keep it handy just in case. Yes, I think that that would absolutely be the best piece of advice. Uh, because yes, while the airline might not, and I could look and say, okay, well, you're flying out of Chicago. They are still requiring it right now, but where you're flying into, and again, changing almost daily. So it is a, it's a daily grind of of making sure that as clients are leaving from different destinations, knowing what the process and policies will be. And, you know, as Amy, uh, sorry, as Joe just, uh, sorry, Adam, as he just said, I, I am um, traveling a lot in my family. I'm, I'm from Germany originally. And so oh. I've, lived, I've lived here in America now for 20 years, but traveled back and forth quite a bit, including this summer for the first time I have, I'm hoping, crossing my fingers that my trip to Germany is going to pan out. But that trip is happening with, you know, all my kids and my wife. And whenever I book trips like that, you know, it takes days to figure out the best deal because I'm a penny pincher. I want the best deal. Right. And so many people yes. always say, well, why don't you just go with a travel agent? They can do the work for you. And I said, well, you know, it's kind of fun to do the searching myself. But then I keep thinking the travel agents can search in places that I, as a regular consumer, can't. Is, is that is that true? Are you able to? access, you know, like deals and websites that the average person can't access? Absolutely. And that is a, that is a great point, Axel, is we have access to things I had no clue about as, cause I was just like you, I love doing the research. And so I would try to find the best deals. And then I went through a travel agent one time and I was shocked at the ins that they had, not only the ins they had, but then as a travel agent, I can do that white glove service. I can call those hotels. I can get oh, it's your 30th anniversary. I can get you dinner. I can look for those upgrades that you're right. And uh, a normal person just going on and doing their own research can't do. Note to and, self, call Amy next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, one of the greatest things, one of the greatest analogies I've heard was you go grocery shopping all the time. You get your food, you cook at home because that's what you do. 
But every once in a while, it's really nice to go out to a restaurant. Why? Because you don't want to do the work. You want somebody else to do it for you and enjoy the fruits of their labor. That's the same thing with a travel agent is I can do the hard work for you behind the scenes. I can get you ready. And then I'm there for you. If something goes wrong with a flight, you can call me and not have to sit online forever with an airline. If something goes wrong at the hotel, call me. I will take care of it for you. Oh, I love it. Now I feel guilty <laughs> that I did all this work and I could have done even better. <laughs> oh, Joe, what do you got? I have a question for you, Amy. You had mentioned that uh, you're the one that has loved to work in the details and, and you've been the, the travel agent for your family for, yeah. for a number of years. What's, what's some of the favorite trips that you've been on that uh, maybe you could inform us? We know Axel's going back home to Germany, but uh, the rest of us are trying to figure out what we're going to do for the summer. So what are some of your favorite trips that you've organized for yourself and your family? Oh, my gosh. Um, we're huge. Just, oh, my gosh. I was going to say huge. I don't know. We're huge everything fans. We love going <laughs> and exploring everything. We have done Disney World a number of times, and I'm a huge Disney fan. I love it. We've done Universal Studios, which was unbelievable. Uh, I am a huge cruise person. Cruises are unbelievable. We are leaving in 59 days for a cruise out of Galveston. <laughs> oh, I know the number. Yes, 59 days. Uh, we are doing a cruise out of Galveston, which is fantastic. Uh, probably the best week of my life was a few months ago. My husband and I had our 20th anniversary, and we booked an all-inclusive resort down in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. And it was to say near perfect. I don't like to use the word perfect, but it was as close to perfect as any week has ever been in my life. You had mentioned cruises, and that was one of my original questions when we heard that you were agreed to do the podcast. So, um, and we've been curious about cruises in my family too. Like we're kicking around, should we go see the glaciers in Alaska before they all melt away? So <laughs> is the cruise industry coming back or it's been seems like it's had fits and starts with uh, as COVID ebbs and flows too but are cruises coming back they are they absolutely are the again just like we were talking in the beginning of different airlines changing policies and and the cdc changing policies so is the cruise industry uh different depending on the cruise line that you choose to go with there are different masking policies so, for instance, the four of us older are vaccinated. Our nine-year-old is not. So we're doing Royal Caribbean because under 12, she does not have to be vaccinated. So that's why for this trip, we decided to go with Royal Caribbean. And we've, again, I, I did plenty of research and we feel extremely confident in the, the policies of the cleanliness of the expectations of their staff and it is definitely people are feeling more confident, more comfortable to cruise because we had one book during COVID and it got canceled and we are going with zero hesitations to jump on this ship. Amy, I love what you just said. Uh, Royal, Royal Caribbean, before the pandemic, I was on my first ever cruise with Royal Caribbean and it was two weeks before everything shut down. I caught the cruise <laughs> bug. Couldn't ever go back, of course, because you know it just wasn't an option. But the cleanliness that you mentioned, that was already so apparent to me even before this all kicked in. I mean, yes. I, I literally walked past uh, jacuzzis that were emptied every single night to be disinfected. And I thought, wow, they, they got it down 
really well. And so I, I would agree that that particular uh, cruise line, Royal Caribbean, I, I've, I've loved what I've seen there. Yes, we've actually only I've done uh, Carnival. I think my husband and I have gone on five Carnival cruises and and same thing. There are always people cleaning. They are always making sure that things are exactly as you would expect. When you go on a vacation, you don't want to do any work. And let me tell you, going on a cruise, you don't do any work. It is a beautiful week. <laughs> Did we lose Adam? Adam, you're next. Yeah, it helps to come off mute, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was already booking his next vacation. Yeah, uh, yeah right? Adam, Adam, you're supposed to wait for me to do that, Adam. Yeah, look at me. I'm a podcaster. What's mute mean? <laughs> uh, so um, I the last cruise that we were on, I did a lot of work uh, walking from eating establishment to eating establishment. Uh, the food was really, really good. We were on mm. a Disney cruise. Um, yes. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, probably one of the things that I remember about it and that the ship seemed really big, uh, comparative to what I really thought it was going to be. Isn't um, it? It's shocking when you get there and you see those cruise ships, it, it blows your mind. Just it's, it's literally, you're on a city that's well, floating on the water. Especially when you, you know, we got on in Miami where you can't really see the full ship because it's covered by the parking lot and the terminal. Yep. So I never got to see it until we got off the boat, uh, in uh, a port. I think it was a port at Jamaica, and and I stepped off, and I couldn't believe how huge this thing was. Yeah. So Amy, you know, we've been uh, we've been hearing all these you know horror stories. You know, people are saving up all their travel for this summer because they haven't traveled for two or three years. What are your travel tips? Your expert travel tips to those who are thinking about going somewhere this summer? Well, the first thing that I'll say is the, the, the fact that you said uh, that people are spending all that hard-earned money. My number one tip absolutely is get travel insurance. Mm. I was not a travel insurance person. I wasn't, I'm not really, other than, you know, medical and life, the auto insurance, I just didn't ever buy the extra. If I bought a TV, I didn't get the insurance. I will always get travel insurance because you just don't ever know. So I know it's an extra anywhere from 50 to 100 to $200 per person. But when we did that, when we did our carnival cruise that got canceled, we got 100% of our money back. That doesn't generally happen unless you get travel insurance. So and sometimes, that, I'll quick add, in yeah. the fine print of your credit card, if you have one, sometimes that includes, uh, little did I know that one of my credit cards had uh, travel insurance built in. So I didn't need it in that case. Oh, so check, that's check amazing. Your, check your fine print. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, another one that I absolutely loved, I was talking to uh, my travel partner that I work with and I'm going to do this every time I go on a trip. Now I want to try to bless people and, and serve people around me whenever I can. And what she does is she starts kind of uh, collecting Starbucks gift cards or or little candy bar packages or something. She does something. And every time she gets to the airport, she goes to that initial kind of desk. When you first get to your gate, she walks up to the first agent that's there, gives them a Starbucks gift card and says, I don't know what kind of day you've been having, but I just want to let you know I see you. 
And I hope that you have a great rest of your day. She then gets on the plane and gives one to each of the flight attendants. Now, she did that as a, just because she wanted to, to bless other people as well. That was just something she wanted to do because those people, as you, I'm sure have seen, flight attendants and people that work in airports are sometimes treated terribly. And so she does that multiple times, not because she was trying to get anything out of it. Multiple times, she's gotten bumped up to first class. She's gotten priority seating. She's gotten extra perks while on the plane. Wow. So I Building a relationship. Yeah. Building a relationship. I think it's fantastic. So that that's one I'm going to start doing. And then the next thing is book an early morning flight. If you're flying somewhere... Yes. Do not do the one o'clock, two o'clock. I know you want to sleep in. I know you want to try to get the, you know, be be the, be the best you that you can be on that trip. But if you book an 8 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m. flight, you have less chance of it being canceled than if you do an afternoon flight. And less turbulence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's that chance too. Absolutely. That's uh, Those are some great tips. Now, Amy, if if I wanted to go somewhere this summer, because it seems like everybody's going to be everywhere, what are some of the great destinations that you can think of that maybe wouldn't be quite as busy? All right. This might shock you guys, but I'm going to say it anyways. Cuba. Oh, yeah. I'll be darned. <laughs> Cuba, I know, because when we hear Cuba, so much of it is such a negative connotation but Cuba is, it's, they're turning it around and they have a lot of amazing resorts. Uh, it's actually a very beautiful place as I've been doing more research. I haven't been personally, but I know that Cuba is kind of an unexpected place. And as I was looking, there are some crazy good deals at resorts in Cuba right now. Uh, so that's, that's an unexpected one, I think. Uh, Leavenworth, Washington, it's kind of a Bavarian style uh so Axel, I don't know, I've never been to Germany, but it, it has a very German vibe in their, in their little town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I just, again, haven't been there personally, but again, another travel partner just said it is the most quaint, unique uh, destination because, you know, Disney, a lot of those places, those are what we expect and while they are amazing, and I have loved every minute I've ever been there, uh, you know, Cuba and uh, Leavenworth, Washington are a couple maybe unexpected different locations. Yeah, I definitely wow. would not have guessed uh, those two. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Amy, when it, when is it safe to do DIY travel and when should you really use an agent like yourself? <sighs> Well, it's never safe, Amy will tell us. <laughs> I, I mean, do you ever really want to just do it yourself now that you've heard? Probably not. Yeah, no. Well, I actually well, do. I do prefer to spend more money than than the average Joe and get less experience out of it. So, well, so I'm here's kidding, the thing. <laughs> um, I, I don't charge a fee. So I will get commission through the resorts through the cruise lines, I do that. So when I'm doing this work for you, you're not paying me any extra. I want to just help you get the best experience that you can. And like I was saying before, I can I can get some of those upgrades. When I know where you're gonna go a couple of days before you get to that hotel, that resort, I'm gonna call and say, hey, 
these are my VIPs. I want you to do the best that you can. And I would love for you to get something special for them. I can, I can get on and get different and more amenities and oftentimes better rates than you can do by just looking online by yourself. Uh, it's, it's sometimes those big trips, reunions, those can be really taxing. Now, as a group, if I do a group, I still need you. I have one representative. So Adam, if you are booking a group of 20, I still need you to get all the names and birth dates and information, you know, credit card details. But that's all the more you have to do. I then can find all the places that you could go, that you could be together and enjoy. So I, yes, DIY, that's me saying this as a person who did DIY for most of my life. Uh, But I also have the ins and can help in ways that you won't be able to as as a do-it-yourselfer. That's really eye-opening, Amy. I sure appreciate all your advice. Um, one thing that came to mind uh, related to a question that Adam asked. Um, so it sounds like you have kids as well, right? I do. Okay. I, I have four. They're 11 and younger. And, you know, I always question what – if traveling as a family, what are things that are okay to skimp on and what is should be non-negotiable? You know, for example, always go for that extra room because you're going to – go mad, have cramming a family of six into a, you know, two, two bed suite or something, or, you know, uh, get that two-year-old that's extra seat on the plane, even though he could in theory sit on your lap, that sort of thing. Any, any advice in that direction? Well, that is a first, that's great. <laughs> that first <laughs> or that, that two-year-old I've done plenty of flights with little peanuts and yes, yes it is. I mean, again, there's times. And if, if you want to spend a little bit more on the resort and, and do that, then okay, have them sit on your lap. Know that you have, if it's a three-hour flight, you're going to have six hours where you can fight that battle if you want, or you can spend the extra, you know, 400-ish dollars and let him or her sit comfortably in their own little seat. Um, I think a big thing when traveling with families is what experiences are there at that destination, So for instance, the resort that we went to, my husband and I, we did a family-friendly one, partly because I wanted to see what it was all about. We could have done an adults only, but I I wanted to see what there was for kids because, so our kids are 16, 15, and nine. So the 16 and 15-year-old, obviously, they're kind of doing more things that my husband and I would do, but the nine-year-old, she still wants the water slides. She still wants the lazy rivers. And I would say a huge part, if you're not doing a Disney or, you know, Universal, where it's obviously catered to children. If you're looking at resorts, make sure that whoever is helping you, or if you're doing it yourself, but that they know there are children that want to have those kid activities. Because for, for instance, at AMR, the resort that we went to, there's some phenomenal kid activities that if, as long as you book the right ones and that's where I can come in and know, okay, dreams is going to be good. Secrets is not now is going to be great. Zoetry is not. And that's, you know, that's the thing that you can get with going with the travel agent is we'll know those things and be able to help you. Now that the world is opening back up a bit and people are are coming to you for help, Amy, uh, are you seeing people coming to you with a destination already in mind, like I want to go to Orlando or I want to go to California, or are they coming to you saying, we just want to get the heck out of here. (laughs) I've got this much money. What's the best deal for this amount of money? Where, where are we at on our uh, return to travel uh, sense for you right now? 
Yeah, I would say that it's it's kind of a combination, honestly. There are some people that they know I want to go, especially if it's a theme park. I think that's going to be generally true. Cruises, kind of the same thing. It's They generally want to do a Caribbean, maybe a Mexican cruise. Uh, when it comes to resorts, though, if they're wanting to do a resort, they're kind of just up for anything. Where's a great place that you can get me a good price on the beach, and then they'll let me know what amenities they want, and then I get to have a little more fun. Not to say that I don't love doing everything, but if you just kind of say, here's my budget, and a friend of mine, in fact, just called me the other day and said, we want to go to Mexico. Well, there are hundreds of resorts in Mexico, from Puerto Vallarta to Punta Cana to Zihuatanejo. I mean, there's hundreds. And so it's fun getting to kind of play around and, and knowing, again, she's going with a big group with grandkids. I can, I can play around a little bit and find something that I know would suit her needs really well. Like avoid the cartels, though. You, I mean, add that as maybe, a special request. Maybe. Like, I, prefer to I thought about throwing them straight down into Mexico City, but <laughs> I, I defer. <laughs> Amy, what's the travel agent's uh, take on Airbnb and VRBO? It's, it's, a, it's a huge part of, of what we do. We have a lot of people that are interested in doing the house. I've done, again, plenty of Airbnbs in my life because I want to save money by being able to buy some of my own food and cook some of my own meals. That's a way that, that we as a family have been able to take trips and not spend as much money. So we absolutely have partnerships with, with those companies to where we can find that and and really, it's a it's a build it how you want it. Do you want all-inclusive where you can go and not do a thing, whether it's at an all-inclusive resort or a cruise? Or do you want to do an Airbnb and spend more money maybe on excursions? And, and that's the thing is between every, I mean, every city, major city, I shouldn't say every city. I don't know if I try to book, I don't know. I'm sure even El Paso, Texas probably has some, <laughs> has some excursions there too, but we do, I can do anything. I can do excursions. I can do transportation. I can do sporting events, tickets to Vegas shows. Um, we have ins to so many things that, that was even a surprise to me, which I realized, Adam, that had nothing to do with what you just asked me, but <laughs> the rabbit trail, <laughs> the rabbit trail happened and there it went. So <laughs> no, I think, I think it's helpful. So, so, so do you as a travel agent or if, you know, if a client came to you and said, look, we want to go to Orlando. We don't want to stay at the theme parks or a hotel. I mean, do you, can you book like Airbnbs and VRBOs? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. I didn't you know, know it sounds like Amy with all your ins, you can even go to a gas pump, open a little door, turn a crank, and then you get gas for a dollar a gallon, right? <laughs> oh, I, oh, Axel, if that was true, I would be living in a mansion on top of the hill right now. <laughs> But there are, there are an, an infinite amount of things that I have access to. Uh, that's just, it's, it's unbelievable. It's fantastic. So, and, you know, sorry. Yeah. So Amy, I, I have to ask just because we, we got to ask the oddball question, maybe not for you, but in your business, what's the oddest request that you've heard? Huh? The oddest request I've heard. Wow. I, Probably that question. I, win. I want a free trip. I stumped the travel agent. Good job. <laughs> the oddest request I've heard. Um, 
I I wouldn't less odd than than I would just say uh, time and time again where oh no I don't like this try this oh no I don't like this try this oh just the um, the the expectations sometimes can be very demanding let's say with some oh, clients. yeah i can imagine that yeah hey amy i want to we you know we talked about cruising flying airbnb i want to quick touch on car travel and yes. uh, this might be more uh, relevant for for uh, more of our local audience so we're in southern minnesota all four of us i'm just curious uh, what what are some quick tips for you know a, a, a car getaway that you could recommend you know how far would you go to find a find a great place to stay at? What what strikes your fancy there? Uh, I mean, you can never go wrong with Duluth. There's so, so many great little places up in Duluth that's not terribly far for us. Which is the North Shore, we should uh, mention, right? Yes, anywhere up there. Um, if you want to go north and east a little bit, Mackinac Island isn't crazy out of the way. And it is gorgeous up at the uh, the top, uh, the Upers of Michigan up there. There's some amazing things. And then we have the uh, the men on the mountain of Mount yeah, Rushmore. Of course. That whole world, not too far to the west. So On my bucket list. Have you not done it? Wow. It's no, definitely... I'm, I'm, it's I'm, a, I'm, I'm, my only my only defense is well I'm I'm not American I'm a German citizen I can take my time until I go to this American landmark. <laughs> I like oh, it. I accept. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> you got to go, Axel. It was a, it was a good family trip for us. I think it, it was actually great. the last. I think it was the last family trip we had before COVID, um, where we did the multi-state overnight, uh, yeah. seeing the sites. So I would yeah. recommend it. Better yet, Axel, you should rent an RV and go out there. (laughs) That's the true American. That's the true American from experience, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, good. Hey, uh, Amy, this 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 is a lot of great information. I I actually took some notes. I tell you, and um, I uh, your your knowledge is fantastic, and uh, we love that you took the time to share that with us and our listeners. But Tell you what, we have a standard little thing as part of our podcast, and I think you got a little bit of a heads up about it that earlier on we do our little lightning round at the end of the show when we try to, typically we try to stump each other, but we figured, hey, when we have guests, let's have the guests try to stump us. And so love it. this is the part of the show where we would turn it over to you with any questions you want to ask us, and we try to either appear smart or not so smart. I love it. I love it. I, so I think Joe it. should go first, don't you, yeah. Axel? <laughs> oh, I'm coming sure. to Joe. All right, Joe. <laughs> All right, you fire ready? away. Yep, I'm ready. All right. What is the number one most visited city in the world? <sighs> Las Vegas. No, I think the it's... World? Come oh, on, the world? Come on, Joe. The world. Oh, the world. Mm. <laughs> How about I, I heard it was Orlando. Uh, that'd be a good guess. I'll go with, uh, London. Uh, good try. It is Bangkok, Thailand. Oh, sure. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was next on the list. That was next. It was right, right behind, right behind. All right. This is kind of a trick question. Who wants a trick question? Adam is good with trick Adam, questions. Adam, yeah. Adam. All right, on. Adam. Does an all-inclusive resort include alcoholic beverages? Uh, Depends on the resort. 
I can kind of give you that. It is <laughs> it is a yes. Yes, it is at an all-inclusive resort unless very specifically specified. All-inclusive resorts are going to to be including alcoholic beverages. Unless you're under 21. Uh, not in uh, Punta Cana or in Mexico. It is 18. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. No. I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. What do you got for me? Axel, you are the one that just went on a cruise not too long ago, right? Mm -hmm, That's right. Okay. All right. How many ships does Carnival Cruise Lines have in its fleet? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's the line I did not take. This is a a numbers question, too. It's a numbers question. This should all be about you. It should be all about me. Um, You know what? I don't know. I'm going to say 17. I'm not mad at that. That's pretty good. It's 24. Ah, okay. But that's pretty good. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. All right, Joe. What I'm... two countries share the country of St. Martin? Ooh, this is a Caribbean country, right? So this is, is. I'm going to say the Netherlands and Great Britain. Ooh, Netherlands is correct. It is the Netherlands and France. Oh, okay. But nicely isn't, done. That was impressive. Isn't that- isn't that where you always see the YouTube videos of the big the airliners planes. coming yep. right above you on the beach? Okay. Yep. And my husband and I went, one of our cruises was there, and that was right after that enormous hurricane took it out. So oh. we didn't get to see the planes flying overhead. But yes, that is in St. Martin. Okay. All right. All right, Adam. Back to in me. 2020, what American theme park had the most visitors? Uh, is this a trick question? Because <laughs> it includes the pandemic, you would think, right? It would, it, yeah. And Florida was open, so it has to be Disney World. Walt Disney it World. was. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. It was Disney World, yes. Mm. All right. Now, this next one, I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like you three are going to have to confer on this next one. All right. Because this is a tough one. How many islands are there in Hawaii? Ooh. Well, Man. it's more than you think, I bet, right? Yeah, yeah I bet it's more correct. than I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the five main ones. Yeah, I was going to say it's like seven or eight, but I don't yeah, know how many of the little tiny ones. Six. So the, oh, four I... that, the four of the most common four that we know are the Big Island, Maui, Hawaii, and Oahu. Those are the four that when people say Hawaii. And then you get Kauai. Kauai, yep, that's supposed to be yep. beautiful. And then yep. there's, La, is there like La, La, Lanai or something like that? Lana, uh, Lanai? Well, I, was even, or... I was even there. Um, Lan, oh my gosh. Lanaya. Lan, some... Well, good grief. Just stump me and I've even been there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lahaina is one La, of them. That's right. Yep. So there are, but overall there are 137 Oh, oh my god. god. How about wow. that? We would have never got that. And some no, of them, them can you actually stay on though? I was gonna say some of them are just rocks yeah. sticking out of the water. Yes, many of <laughs> that is absolutely there. And that's why I said you go ahead and chat that one out, boys, because 137 is <laughs> not gonna be <laughs> yeah. no, but you, you you thought through, but yeah. You are a good quizzer, Amy. We uh we are no match for your for your knowledge. <laughs> Well, speaking of knowledge, if there's a way, you know, we appreciate your time, Amy. If people want to get some of this great knowledge and assistance from you so you can bless them in their travel, yeah. uh, how, how do we get a hold of you? 
So I have a few different things. My The first website that you go to that would actually, you could start looking and you could ask questions is, so my, my name of my company is Exploring Vacations. And so on, I am Exploring Vacations on Facebook. I have on the on the Instagram. Wow, did that make me just feel like I was 80? <laughs> that's, what I, that's what all the cool kids <laughs> are calling On the Instagram, <laughs> on the line. Wow, okay, I promise I'm not that old, you guys. I can still see my papers when I do things. Um, on Instagram, it is Exploring Vacations with Amy. And then my main website where you can go is evo, E-V-O, travelagent.com, and then backslash EV with Amy. So exploring vacations with Amy, EV with Amy. So a lot of different ways you can get in touch with me. And I, yeah, I would love to, love to help you explore. And Amy, we will put those links uh, in our social media channels, which now includes the Instagram. The Instagram, congratulations. The Instagram. <laughs> yeah, not not just Instagram. Oh, it's no. The, the Instagram. Instagram. It the is real the Instagram. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. Amy, thank you. Thank you for all this great information. Yeah, I think we learned a lot. Uh, I can't speak for Adam and Axel, but I learned a lot today. Oh, heck, so. we should have Amy back sometime even just to talk about specific, you know, I, I have 50 more questions about air travel and cruising. If, if you're willing, Amy, we should do some shows in the future. Anytime. This was, this was a blast. This was fantastic. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, well thanks again, Amy. And uh, remember listeners that you can listen to us on anchor.fm and through uh, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, basically wherever you get your podcasts. And again, be sure to follow us on Facebook by looking for and following In Other News, the podcast, and soon to be coming to an Instagram account near you. 